All right, today we are here for episode three, and I'm pretty excited about this episode, Danny. I got to tell you because I think we have a great topic. Um, we're going to discuss how to control budget in an agile project, and we'll get a little bit into um, the challenge, the challenges that come about from an agile project, and the why that leads into um, into going over budget or the challenge of going over budget, and we'll talk about how. Obviously, we'll go through example because that's always fun, and we'll talk a little bit about how we go about making sure we don't go over budget. And um, I'm going to take it off over here and start saying that the way I see things, part of what makes Agile great, which is the flexibility that um, it allows and the idea that we embrace change. So part of th that aspect of it is actually what can cause some of the challenges, especially when it comes to budget. Would, uh, what would you say about that? Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. Um, Agile's, a lot of its largest advantages are also its biggest challenges. I'm not even gonna say disadvantage because I don't think they're disadvantage. I think they're unique challenges uh, for Agile projects. So I think that is definitely true. And the flexibility of Agile brings in unique challenges to, to, to the project. Right, so what I wanna understand is, I kinda of wanna see how that flexibility turns into a project going over budget. Um, and if you can go through maybe an example of something we've done that because of the flexibility and because of the change results in the challenge of making sure we don't go over budget. All right, yeah, so here's an interesting example. Um, I am gonna make a few minor changes to the industry and the exact context uh, just to protect the, um, the, the client's uh, uh, personal information or proprietary information, but we're working with an insurance brokerage um, on a custom CRM product. And the product was very heavily revolved around how to go about ensuring that customer, their clients always had the right coverages um, and the right coverage for their specific business needs and uh, that they, they, weren't, they weren't lapsing in policies, et cetera. And there was a low priority requirement in the system to try to find ways to optimize the, the, the structure so that the client was would be could, could recognize potential savings um, by perhaps reducing their exposure, which would automatically make the insurance rates go down. And we were building out this product and then the COVID pandemic hit and it totally changed the priorities of the business. And therefore the priority of the, of the product that we were building. So it went from being a product which is really centered around how do we uh, make sure that our not that it's not important anymore that they have adequate coverage to where are those potential savings in uh, or potential opportunities to reduce exposure, and it happened for multiple reasons. One reason is because a lot of their clients their cash flow got hit very hard from the pandemic. But then also the way that these businesses were operating totally changed. And so their insurance exposure and their insurance needs totally changed. And so 
that became a, a high priority and a central focal point of the product and also expanded in terms of its depth and what it needed to account for types of changes in business. Because the, how the, the, the drastic changes that occurred um, just totally changed the landscape for, for their clients' insurance needs. Yeah, that's, that's, I think, a great example because one of the, I think one of the biggest um, pushbacks on doing things uh, in an agile way is that we'll just plan properly, right? Like we will plan properly. And a lot of the changes in scopes and um, different things that do come about, sometimes you can think or sound like we could have planned for this, whether that's true or not, but it sounds, it, it can sound like that. And I think this example is great because it shows how, how real life, um, real life, you know, outside influences could, could completely change a, the dynamics of a project and the priorities of a project. So getting to that example a little, saying that we had our priorities one way and now because of whatever outside influences, the, the priorities are going to change us over here where we weren't prioritizing cost saving. We were prioritizing whatever other functionality we were able to provide or whatever other benefits. Um, but now that cost savings change, now that co- the priorities change and we do care about the cost savings much more, um, how does that result in, in going over budget? Yeah, sure. So what happens is when you make these changes, a lot of times instinctively, either because The example that I brought was a pretty extreme example where it's clear how that could add a lot of cost, but a lot of times it changes, hey, it's just a small change. Um, And so it leads to what we call scope creeping, uh, where things kind of just end up floating into the project, even though they weren't planned to be developed at this time or weren't planned to be developed, or the definition of what's being developed expands and those small, uh, I mean, a large increase is obviously much more obvious, but even in a small increase, if you start increasing over the lifetime of the project, you know, and it, it, it really adds up. And what ends up happening is you get to a decision where either am I gonna start to cut away things that I wanted to, that, that are high priority and just the product is not valuable without them, um, or am I just going to keep adding on more and more money. So when, if you think about it, that you have a budget constraint and this applies equally to a time constraint and you think about that as a non-expandable container, right? So whatever fits into that fits in and you can't just keep throwing it on because the lid won't go on then. You can't keep filling up that container. Um, So that's kind of the way that you gotta, if if a budget's important in a project, um, which to an extent it almost always is, right? Then you have to almost view it like that, that if I'm going to put something in, something else has got to come out. Okay, because, so, so yeah. if I had to jump in just because I want to define the problem first clearly. So if I had to say why agile projects have challenges with budgets, uh, with going over budget, it comes down to because we have so much flexibility, it allows other I, other requirements to come in and that automatically increases our work and automatically increases our budget and our timeline really. So, right. That's, that's essentially the, the issue, right? Right. So because of the flexibility, because you're allowed to add that automatically increases. And if you don't have a counteraction, which. 
exactly. So if we, came in, if we came in planning to do 10 features and then in the middle, we realized there's another extremely uh, important feature to, to put in or we have to expand one feature. So now all of a sudden we have 11 features. So now that's resulting in a bigger, in more work, in more time, in more money. The way what you're saying in order to handle how to handle that is to make sure that we have this lid that only has 10 features in or 100 hours, whatever, however you want to put it. And now that there's another feature, now there's 11 feature, okay, we're kicking out one other one. Right. Okay, perfect. So now go through that thought process. How do we make those decisions of how do we go about deciding what's in the lid, what's in this box, what's out of this box? And, uh, you know, how do we do this throughout the, the entire project? Because I think it's very easy to do this in the beginning. And I think it becomes very challenging to do this on an ongoing basis because most projects, this happens, this, this can happen throughout any point in time. Right. And I think that's a very important point that this is not a one-time exercise of this is what's important. This is not important. Like we saw over here that in this case, in this example that we brought that there was a third party influence and external influence that caused priorities to change. And so I think like that's really the first step. The first step is consistency. So how do having a consistent structure of reviewing what we have, taking regrouping, seeing is this what we need? Are we aligning where we're trying to get to? Are our high level estimates fitting into where we need to be? Um, like, is, are things going as planned essentially? What's our next steps? And that, that consistency and keeping a tight eye on what's going on is very important. Um, and I think the second thing is, is being very clear about what, what, where you're trying to get to. So not what's in the product, but what you're trying to accomplish. And when you think about that, that allows you to start to think, well, hey, you know, is this what needs to be prioritized right now? Or is there something else that is going to get me closer to my goal of where, why I'm developing this product? Okay. So to sum it up, the way the, the factors that are needed in order to handle budget on an agile project are, number one, you have to have a, a constraint. You have to have a set time and um, you know, budget for what we are doing. You can't just let things come in without taking some things out. That's step one. And in order to make that happen practically, you have to have a consistent process to make these decisions. Um, you have to have time set for when you're reviewing what's been done and making decisions moving forward. Um, and then you have to have clarity. So that's step two, I guess. That's the second important factor needed. And the third important factor needed is you have to have very clear, defined goals of what we're trying to achieve with this business. And that allows you to be flexible properly instead of saying, this is what I want and that's it. When the 11th thing comes out, why should I kick out another thing? Because I want all 11 things. No, we have a business goal. If something else came in, that means it was more important for our business goal. And we're going to kick something else out that is less important for the business goal. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I think that's a really, really simplified understanding of this whole topic. Um, you know, budgets go budgets can go over things can, projects can go over budget on agile projects because we're so flexible and because we want to allow for change and in order to handle that 
in order to make sure that doesn't happen, you have to be very clear about your goals. You have to have a set process that says, this is what we have. These are our resources is, and that's it. We're not allowing other things in without kicking other things out. And we have to have set a set process for how we make those decisions and when we make those decisions. Yeah. And I think I just want to add one important point that I think may have gotten glazed over is that those reviews are not just what have we accomplished in terms of where the product is, but also comparing reality to expectations. So this is what we expected to be developed in this time period. This is the result. And either we weren't able to develop as much or didn't align with what we were thinking that we were developing and catching those catching those uh, mistakes or hiccups early on allows you to say, stop, what am I doing to change this moving forward? You know, right. I think that's a very important point also, not letting your problems just, I think that it was Albert Einstein who said that the definition of an idiot is someone who does the same thing multiple times and expects a different outcome. Right, something so, like that. An important part of Agile is not trying not to be an idiot. <laughs> right. And I think that's a great point because you see a lot of people who follow the process strictly on paper. We're reviewing every two weeks. We're sprint planning. We're doing all, we're checking off all the, all the boxes. But if we plan for two week, a two-week sprint and it took us a month and then we didn't change anything next time, then why, why wouldn't we, again, take a month to do a two-week sprint? So I think it's a very important part. Important point that we have to review what we're doing and realize what's going wrong and change moving forward. Okay, I'm glad we didn't glaze over that one at the end. Danny, it's been a it's been a pleasure talking, and uh, we'll do this again. All right, sounds good. Yeah. Have a good one.